Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. Once again, winchesterranchbeardco.com. Our next sponsor is American Survival Co. You can reach them at americansurvivalco.com. Wilderness Survival and Tactical Training. They have two locations in Jacksonville, Florida and Northwest Arkansas. War Eagle, Arkansas to be exact. Your instructors are from the hit Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain, Matt Tate and Joel Graves. So whether it's a few hour workshop or a weekend course, it's perfect for individuals or team building exercises. For more details, head on over to americansurvivalco.com and also check out their podcast, Survival Logic. Once again, americansurvivalco.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. We're uh, back. Uh, for all the listeners out there that uh, listen every week, some people have been disgusted. Uh, some people have called me. Uh, listen, I, let me just have our backs here, here at the Lifetimes Podcast. Um we we purposely took off two weeks uh throughout you know the the end of the time there and then we went on a trip and there's like so much to talk about and then we went on a a trip you know an outdoor excursion to branson missouri and when we got to our place it was in arkansas not branson and uh, we'll get to that like there's been a lot of things that happened but you know what did you you came out with covid did you come down with covid or what Anyway. Yeah, I got the COVID. So we purposely missed two weeks at the end of the year and then, you know, some sickness. But we're back. So and I feel bad uh that that we didn't do it in those periods, but you know, it's just what it was. Well, when we were on our excursion, we should have been able to do one, but somebody forgot to tell Lloyd to grab the podcast stuff that I packed up until I mean it was a long trip too, so Yeah, so uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get to the story, but just so you know, um uh you know, I uh, there was a wild coyote out there. Yeah. Yeah, then joined us in our camp the rest of the night, and we we pet coyotes. Yeah, fed so, us steaks yeah. and chicken and stuff. Yeah, so there's that. So, there's that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we'll get to it. So I, I, I wanted to go to Branson 
for Christmas. I've wanted to do it, well, not forever, because I just recently heard there's Christmas lights. I know, a couple years ago. There's Christmas lights, and it's a big thing. I realize it's Christmas. This is not a Christmas show, but I'm going back because, you know, we skipped a couple weeks there. Uh, so I apologize. So I wanted to go to Branson to look at the lights. I heard it's pretty. I hear people go. Like, it's a thing, and I want to see them. <laughs> so this is... It has been built up in my head for at least the last year. Like, I'm going to Branson. And by the way, I've only been there three times in my life. It's not like I'm a weekend Branson excursion guy. So I, was, I just thought that would be neat. Well, um, I bring it up one day to Layton. Layton's like, you know, that does sound cool. And then he, he got on and he started doing some research about cabins and all that. Now, I'm just going to tell it from my side. Layton, he can start talking uh, whenever. But I, I think we're going to Branson. So he immediately finds a, kind of a cool cabin. Um, and he's like, yeah, this is good. Let's, let's just throw in our money. There was uh, three families that, that went and I said, yeah, this, this it'll be a good deal. <laughs> well, I, I still don't, I don't I still know. I'm talking about the day of the trip. We're leaving. I just flew in from Pittsburgh. Uh, that's where, that's my current home office home. And so I, uh, <laughs> I, I get in the vehicle and we start driving. And then I, that's the first time I get on the GPS and discover that this thing's like an hour past Branson, which I, which annoyed me immediately because I'm like, I, I wanted to be by Branson. I wanted to go look at the lights. This is an hour away. Like, this is not what, this is not what I had built up in my head. And what you don't know, I'm real, uh, I don't know if selfish is the word, but like when I get something in my head, like that's what I want to do. That just, I, it's all about I at that point. That's what I want to do. I don't care what anybody else wants to do. That's what I want to do because that's what was in my head. Right. Anyway, so we're driving, and um, about about an hour past Branson, we get on these roads, and they're real windy, and it's it's nighttime. You can't see anything. So I have discovered in my life the absolute worst place in any trip, if you were going to drive for any trip, is to drive through windy roads at nighttime. Yeah, it's the world. It's the worst. You can't see anything. Everybody in the car, minus the driver's car sick. You know, which annoys me because then I roll the windows down, which I like anyway. And then they're like, roll the windows up. And I'm like, this is what's going to make you better. Yeah. You know, like I was, so, so I pull up at this cabin in the middle of nowhere. I got to be honest, the cabin, I thought it was pretty cool. Backtrack just a second. Yeah. Windy roads, dark time. Somebody who is familiar with the area just right behind you the entire time just riding. Oh. That drives me. Exactly that. Exactly. Yeah, so it obviously happened to you too. Yes. Yeah, so that people riding me. I pulled over one time. Not like to get out and, and swing at them, but I pulled over because they were riding me on another road and let them go around. And then I thought, I'm going to ride them. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, it was dark and the roads were windy, so they blazed through it. I'm like, I'm not... That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I, ne I never got to ride them. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they were just being rude. Well, it turns out once I got out of the way, maybe I was slower than they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, which I thought was, I didn't, you know, whatever. I wasn't happy about it. Anyways, you pull up to the place. Yeah, so I pull up to the, to, the, to the place, and the cab, it was dark, but the way it was laid out, it was cool. There was a fire pit, which if you know me at all uh, or listen to these podcasts throughout the duration, I love um, – uh, fire pits. I like fires at nighttime, I like sitting around the fire. Uh, By the way, my favorite coat, the, the ghost whisper, um, the mountain hardware ghost whisper, everybody. I've owned two of them. Uh, they're only $375. So you get really excited when embers uh, burn holes all oh, in your yeah. sleeves. I was pretty excited about that. And now it's, it's not, it's not out of commission. It's just a true outdoor coat now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, the trip is fine. But then I go on to discover that Branson is over an hour away. Mm. The closest convenience store, we know this you know, from looking it up, was 6.1 miles away. And the closest town was 37 miles away. Yeah, we're literally out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, remember how we were going to Branson? We were in Arkansas. Yeah. We weren't even in Missouri. Not even in Missouri. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't, like, like really mad at late. Like, I wasn't super mad or anything. Uh, not not grudge-holding mad, but I'm like, how do, how are we in Arkansas? Okay, so now let me tell my side when we're researching it. So, we planned this, and it's like, oh, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So, let's find a place. Who's going to look up to find the place? It fell on my lap. So... It'll be falling on mine next year. I guarantee that. <laughs> so now I've already started looking. Um, but so t- to play off of what he said, I too wanted to go to Branson for the lights because I've been told by numerous people, "Oh, you got to see it. It's awesome." Yada 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 yada. So I'm trying to find a. That was actually a lot of yadas. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a place big enough for everybody, but yet somewhat close to Branson. So when I see an hour, I'm like, "Eh, that's not going to be too bad." Uh, we can either hit it on the way in, not knowing the Pittsburgh situation yet, um, or the next day we could wake up and just go. So it's probably not going to be a big deal. And then we get there, and I realized how long it takes to just get there. And then the next day we realized how far, what was the store, six miles away, but it was like 20 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it was a drive. Because of the windy roads. Yes. So, um, fast forward to Sunday, we end up, I wanted to see how far it was and it was like, it was an hour, but I mean, it felt like, but I didn't hate hours. the place. Now I didn't, oh, hate, no, but, it was but, awesome. but so when I tell that story, that's just the drive. And to be honest, uh, Branson's not a metropolis anyway. It's like yeah. the, you know, the actual strip mm-hmm. and all that. It's not like <laughs> they got a bunch of theaters, but it's not like there's a real, high-end shopping kind mm-hmm. of you know i mean that's that's how i feel so it's not like we were going to spend our whole day in branson yeah. anyway so it's not about that i just really wanted to see the lights but being out there it was super cool but the next day <clears throat> we're still just hanging around the fire and our kids were running and playing playing hide and go seek all day long well um there was a river close um I, oh yeah because he had got there during the day so he knew mm-hmm. where the river was yeah. Yeah, so uh, our other buddy, he had already been to the river. wasn't that far away, maybe three-quarters of a mile, or yeah. probably something like that. Which, you know, I didn't think of the the parenting move that we did. I didn't think how cool the parenting move oh, yeah. that we pulled off when we sent uh, two 13-year-olds, um, three 10-year-olds, nine, 10. Yeah. yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah, just walk to the river. Yeah, go explore. <laughs> yeah, walk to the river. Now, uh in in uh in everybody else's defense there was water in the river but not really water in the river yeah it was was like ankle deep yeah Yeah. it was like ankle deep water um but they have radios and so we're just sitting around the fire and i don't have the radio but one of our kids got the yeah one one of one of the little girls has the radio and um they're just talking back and forth hey are you there yet no just back and forth and you know just are you okay you know, just checking in all of a sudden on the radio. <laughs> one of the little girls starts screaming, like screaming on the radio. They're like, hello, you're okay? Because you don't really know, but her mouth 
Her, I can't even. I got a little puffy thing on my yeah. on my microphone here, so you don't you don't really know. It, it was like she did like that. You know, she exactly. You like had that. no idea what she was saying, so it's like, what's wrong? And and then she screamed, "Coyote!" <laughs> she said <laughs> that was the clear thing that came through. Yeah, but now now in in my adult head here, um, coyotes are scared of people, and the only way that an animal like that is going to attack anybody, especially a group, you know, is if they have rabies. That'd be the only way. So, so by the way, could, which could be a possibility, but I wasn't even nervous about that. I was like, surely there's not a rabid coyote. That's what, yeah. that's, that's what I thought. And, and anyway, so I don't believe it because coyotes would run. Like they're, they're scared of people. Mm. Well, she's screaming coyote. Like, and, and, He's like, you okay? And I think she said no, maybe. So Layton and and John, they take off running towards the river. Now, everybody knows the way I, I you can forget the past. You can forget my life's past and and running abilities and all that. I, I, I'm chubby. My knees hurt, back hurt. I'm just saying, like, I'm not running. I mean, even if I did run, I get halfway across the field, it'd take me longer to get there because I'd have to breathe. So I didn't, I wasn't running. They took off running. And I just stood up. And then I looked at him, and then I looked at my vehicle, and then I'm like, oh, I'll just drive as far as I can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. And so I went in to get the keys. They had already ran to the edge of the woods, and then they turned around and walked back. Now, And then that was confusing because I'm like, were they just playing, you know, like I initially thought. And, and so you guys were walking back to the house, and I walked out in the field. I'm like, well, let's just walk down there just because, just because like uh, – they're not saying anything else, but that's, you know, our little girls are at the river. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, like we're man from snowy river out there. The <laughs> girls are, you, you girls, you go set camp out on the prairie. <laughs> we'll see you in five years. I hope it works. So I walk out there. Uh, we all three walked up and the girls were playing normal and, uh, they're petting this, uh, this coyote. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were really weren't petting. It was around, right? Like it was just yeah, around. standing around. So, I, I asked because the girl who was screaming, I, I don't strike her as a as a as an actress. She doesn't talk at all. As a matter of fact, it's one of my daughter's best friends, and she doesn't speak. I they've been best friends for however long five years. She didn't even talk still to this day, and it annoys me. Like where I'm like, <laughs> hey, what do you want? Hey, do you want this? And she'll just like, mm. I'm like, I don't. And then, you know, I'm, I'm nice about it because it's not my kid. You don't want to yell at other little kids. But, you know, I, I know her pretty well. So when she keeps going, mm, then I start saying stuff like, I know you know what I'm saying. Answer <laughs> me because I know because I don't know what mm is. I have no idea. Say something. You're going to have to speak with your mouth. I'm not your mom and dad. You're going to have to talk. You know, that's what I said. Yeah. I, <laughs> she usually smiles when I say that, which is why, why do I have to say all that for you to give me a one-word answer? <laughs> yeah. Crap. So, uh, anyway, that's how it goes. So, the fact that she was screaming coyote, there was, like, some real fear there. So, we get down there, and we're like, what happened? And here's why they there's why they screamed. When they got in the river, uh, f- five girls. Were there five girls? There was two, oh, four, no, no. Six, seven, eight. So, yeah, eight little girls. There's a lot of girls there. Little girls. Um, uh, this... Rabid dog wasn't rabid. He was running down the river directly at him. Yeah, a big. It was you know. 
I don't. It looked whatever it was. Huskyish, maybe. Yeah, we don't. Something like coyote. That. Yeah, coyote. <laughs> Large coyote. Yeah. So it's, it's sprinting towards them, and that's why they were screaming because it was you know you don't know nobody actually knows this dog is running towards them through the river and they panic. Yeah. And I start asking them like, "What did you do?" And they all said, "We tried to run." I'm like, why would you run? None of you are going to be able to outrun this thing. Like, nobody grabbed a rock or a stick or anything. They're like, no, we tried to run. So then, you know, it comes down to that that thing that people always say. Like, they're like, hey, man. <laughs> oh, I forget how it goes. You know, like, were you fast or were you the fastest one? Like, I just had to be faster than the last one. Oh, yeah. I completely blew that, however people yeah. word that. Like, I don't I don't got to be first. I just, don't go, I just can't be last. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. But they all took off. That was the thing. Well, that that thing, this coyote dog, uh, it followed us. Yeah. Back to the house. Now, you're not supposed to have dogs at this uh, Airbnb. Well, this thing's with us. So, you know, if there are cameras, uh, do we have a dog? <laughs> like, I don't, I, you wouldn't know uh, because it walked it. It took a couple steps in the house a couple times. So yeah. I didn't know if it was like a house coyote or what i don't know like <laughs> i got i'm kind of confused by it and uh you know we didn't really know to pet it because we weren't real sure about it but it never left well once it once it determined that it was loyal yeah we gave it chicken and steak oh, and- <laughs> that dog had the best two nights of its life yeah that dog's confused right now though he probably <laughs> laid on that porch for the next two weeks like i know they're coming out anytime so uh, I, I don't know what happened to the coyote dog she tried to jump in the car when we were leaving it was sad. What's sad is that everybody wanted to take the dog. Everybody yeah. actually wanted yeah. it. That was a good dog. Yeah, but we didn't. You know, it sat on your lap though. But it had a. It was older. It was an older dog, and like its hips hurt. You could see. So I was scared when it, it jumped up on me, mm-hmm. like in the chair. And I was scared because even though it seemed like a nice dog, because the hips hurt. If I if I were to touch it wrong or tr- to try to push it off, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it would have snapped at me. So, yeah, yeah. I was like, that made me a little nervous for that. Yeah, but. Uh, I've never, I've never had a coyote dog. No, that was the first for for me too. Yeah, it's the first co- coyote dog that uh, we've ever experienced in the woods. That's the first time that I that an animal has followed me back from the snowy river. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a good time. That that's what we did. I mean that that was like the missing piece. We probably would have told those stories, but uh, uh, you know the podcast gear didn't. I'm not putting it on late, and I didn't get it either. I didn't think about it either. So oh no, I. It was totally on me. Uh, you know, so what's happening right now, you know, since we're back to current, well, I, I'm sure I'll tell another story from the past couple weeks, but sadly, if you're hearing this right now, because of uh, the day that you're hearing it, the Buffalo Bills officially got beat. I know this is not a football podcast, but I'm just bringing you up to speed that uh, America, America's team is out. So... Your American team is out. So there's that. America's team uh, is no, still in. Yeah, no, they're red, white, and blue. So yeah. everybody knows it. And it's Buffalo because that used to run, oh, the, yeah. yep. run oh. the plains. Probably the same river that we were at. Probably. On that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, so so since we're on the football subject, uh, now that they're knocked out, are you going to predict who's going to either go to the Super Bowl or win it? Or are you just not interested? The Cowboys are going to win it. The Cowboys? Yeah. Cowboys nah, the Cowboys it. aren't making it past the Eagles. Well, I I would pick Cowboys over Eagles any day. That's a weird choice. I mean, Cowboys, they don't fly, but they 
can shoot guns and they can ride horses. And so, the eagles just fly in the air. Well, if you go in Philly, they can shoot guns. So they do. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out they do in, in Philly. No, no the, that's a, it, it, I'll, I'll get into that because my office is in Pittsburgh. So I thought a couple a couple of things. I thought I used to have an office around Cleveland, and uh, every weekend I go to Pittsburgh. I, I guess that's irrelevant. But I would go to Pittsburgh every weekend. I I didn't remember the difference between the two. I just remember that it was they were both cold. So I didn't realize until I was in Pittsburgh every day that Pittsburgh, being what I think is in the Northeast, like in my head, I'm I'm picturing it being in the Northeast. It's not the far tip, of course. It's not in Maine or anything. It snows like crazy in Cleveland because of the lake effect. It snows like crazy in Buffalo. In in Pittsburgh, because there's no it's not a lake there. It barely snows in Pittsburgh. Do you really? know that? Nope, I did not know that. Yeah, because I, I remember thinking like, oh, it's going to snow. And yeah, I see flurries. I'm still in the Northeast, but it doesn't really snow that much. And half the time I've been there, I've been there for a couple months, and half the time that I've been there, um, it it was warmer in Pittsburgh than it was here. Really? That's what I was just about to ask. Yeah, it was warmer. <laughs> like just the other day, like the day I flew home, it was it, the day I flew home it was 62, 60 or 62 in Pittsburgh that day. And it was 57 back here, yeah. which I thought was pretty wild. Uh, this week, though, when I got there, I had snow in my windows at the airport. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> And, you know, you know, I try to be down the middle, and everybody knows. Like, when I do this podcast, I didn't – I stay away from certain topics. I try not to be controversial in anything just because I just want people to laugh in general. I don't really uh, – <clears throat> even if I have opinions on certain things, I, just, I don't share them here just because I think this is different. Right, but um, I have really not made it a secret. I don't like TSA. No, you have not made that a secret. I do not like transport security. I I don't know where they hire these people. I do, I don't. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I just don't know where they hire them. They got to give them a test, and if you are unintelligent, you're hired immediately. <laughs> so you know, however they do the test. However the IQ test is run, if you're in the bottom 15%, they're like, hired. <laughs> and uh, and, I was, and I wondered, like, why, why do they do that? Because some of these people, like the other day, I he said, okay, you got to take your computer out. I know some people have TSA, the pre-check. I used to. I don't now. I haven't really noticed it affect me as far as time-wise. Like, re- I really haven't. So that's why I haven't went and re re-upped my TSA pre-check because I didn't, I mean, you're not holding me up that much. Yeah. So that's it. But I, I go through the line and this guy's like, take your computer out and you got to take your shoes off, belt off any metal things, can't have water bottles. I mean, it's just simple stuff. Well, the guy's like, uh, any liquids, any liquids at all. Now I fly every week and I've flown every week in the past. I mean, for some years here, they're, I've never taken my toothpaste out of the bag. I've never taken my beard oil. I don't even really have a big beard, but I got it in there. Winchester Ranch. Yep. Uh, but I got it in my bag, and I take it with me. I've never had. I've never taken liquids out. And he said, of any amount. I'm like, I said, my toothpaste? He's like, so he says, yes. Now, remember, there's a thousand other people behind me and nobody's taking their toothpaste out. And, and I did because he said, I took my bathroom bag out. I was like, I literally have never heard that. He's like, well, it's on the board. And he tried to spit out whatever rule. 
C-whatever-C-O-6-5829 oh says it right there, says it's 2006. No, it hasn't, and you're an idiot, and you're not that intelligent. The guy's not intelligent at all. I mean, you you got to see the guy. You just, I don't. Well, no, I don't want to make fun of appearances, right? That goes against what I'm trying to do here. So I'm just saying, but I am simply going to say, use your imagination on whatever you think he looks like. But if you're the bottom 15%, you are hired. So if you suck at taking tests and you want a job, get down to TSA tomorrow. Yeah. Hashtag sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag TSA. Thank you for making it great every day. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And and the two worst airports in the world. Well, now I'm just now I'm going deep. Let's go. I'm just saying, like the smallest airports are the ones that act like. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, I don't want to. The I know ones, what you mean. They're, they're they're the ones that act like terrorists are running through the yeah. front of the gate. Yeah. Like, come, just get real. And then the next part, the next part that they do that's so dumb. If they are so protecting, when they start backing up two thousand people, guess what they do. They bring in the old, old school metal detector and just like, ah, just walk through like your cows. <laughs> and they just wave you through like a hundred at a time. It's just pure stupidity. Like I, 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 I <sighs> this is the, we, and, and they have authority. And now it, it's like those, uh, what do you call those, uh, oh, those movies, the kind of movies, uh, Maze Runner, uh, Mockingjay, what's that? The girl that shoots the bow and arrow, the kids. Oh, um, um, uh, you just watched the, whole- I, the Mockingjay. What, <laughs> what is that show? Anyway, dystopian type books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think of the movie in a second, but dystopian type books. That's what it's like walking in airports now. And I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm not even trying to, I'm not, I don't, that's not me. But they got TVs and the transportation director is like, you better follow the rules. And if not, you will be arrested. That's what it's like. That plays yeah. on TVs. Like telling, uh, he's like you. So then there's signs that say you can't, don't argue with them, don't. <laughs> it's pretty much like don't argue, don't call them names, don't whatever. Which I, I'm not going to run through and call them names, but I'm saying that those things. So the unintelligent guy can say, "Hey, he's been mouthing me. Yeah. Take him to the oh, back." Yeah. It's just, yeah. Oh, it just burns me up. And 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 what you guys don't know is I don't. I'm a nice guy. Like, I don't even say anything. So the fact, if you say hi, I'll say hi. Right? If if you don't, then I won't talk either. If you're making a mean face, I don't make one back, but I, just, but I'm, I don't say anything. So I know the rules. You know how I know the rules? Because they sit over there and they tell you the rules a hundred times. And the more authoritative that they like to feel, the more times they're going to tell you. Because yeah. take your bounce up, move your shoot. You know, they just start talking so obviously i take it all off i mean if you just watch me i pat all my pockets five times i have checked you can go back on looking camera you don't even have to be out there you can just watch it uh with no sound and uh, that guy's checked his pockets 40 times <laughs> there's nothing in there so so i so i don't talk to the people i, I've, I know i've said this not that long ago but now you, i'm all fired up yeah. about it but so like <laughs> hey take your belt off do you have a belt on? That's what they say. Do you have a belt on? And I don't talk because it's a stupid question. <laughs> That's such a stupid question. And like, are you wearing a belt? No, sir. This is the first time. This is the guy that runs your scanner. I already took it off because you told me, no, I don't have a belt on. So then I walk to the line. Then there's a guy that's walking the line. 
There's a guy back there where you're scanning your bags, like running it through the machine, and then there's a guy walking the line to walk through the detector, and they're saying, you have your belt on? The guy just, you just heard him ask me nine seconds ago. You just, you just heard him ask me. So when that guy asked me, I don't talk. He's like, you have your belt on? And I just keep looking forward. Sir, do you have a belt on? Sir, do you have a belt? Right? I, I mean, I respond uh, eventually because I don't want to go in the secret room or whatever <laughs> they do. But I, and so I'm like, I'm like, yes or no, 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 I do not have a belt on. He just asked me. I took it off. No, I do not. Then I step in the scanner and the person at the scanner is like, sir, do you have a belt on? <laughs> you, why, who are we paying? Like, why are we paying three people to ask the same question? Especially the guy that's looking at the scanner. I, oh, man. Th- that we, you're paying three people to do the same job that one could do. It, it's, just, it's just stupidity. Maybe stop wearing belts. I don't even have a belt on. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I do wear a belt because I fly all the time. My belt is kind that you can wear through airport security. Mm. So even when they say, do you have a belt on? I say no because it's plastic and it never reads. Yeah. It's, it, it's just dumb. And if they ever do, you know, because sometimes randomly, even when you don't have anything on, you're like, I need to check your right side. So they'll check your right side and they're like, oh, you're good. And they don't even check. They just touch. But I did have an actual pat down the other day for a guy. Do you guys remember Tack Wow? Older guy, older people. Tackleberry from uh, from Police Academy, real intense guy. Well, you know, older people know the movie. He's real intense, Tackleberry is. And uh, that's like this TSA guy. So like, I'm going through the line the other day. This is the first extensive pat down I've ever had. On you? Yeah. Uh, oh, and it's because, I'll, just, I'll save it for the end. So I, I everything's out of my pockets, just like I say, just like they always are. I walk through the, you know, the scanner. And he's like, I'm going to have to check you. And I said, okay. But, you know, once again, normally it's like right side, left side. Okay, you're good. So I said, okay. And he's like, do you want to do the pat down here or do you want to go into a private room? And I said, <laughs> and I'm like, nah, man, we might as well do it here. If you're going to get to touch and stuff, let's do it in front of everybody. That's what I told him. And so he's, <laughs> but he didn't smile because he's an idiot, you yeah. know, because he, he was in the top bottom 3% who, he was, he, he, he was in the bottom 3%, so he got to do the pat-down. Yeah. And so I, he said, so he, like, is explaining to me what he's going to do. He's like, raise your arms. But I, like, raise them above my head. Not, not, like, not like I'm going to jail, but I, right, just so you could yeah. feel my sides. He's like, arms to the, he said, arms out like a T. And I'm like, oh, all right. And so he said big T or little D. Yeah. And, and, and this guy uh, told me to spread my legs. He didn't kick them, but he yeah. told me to spread my legs. And he was like doing real in depth. Like, um, you know, it's a family show too. investigative work. Yeah. He was doing real investigative yeah. work there uh, in between, you know, <laughs> you know, in between my thighs and twig and berries. So like, he was like really getting in there. And so then there was nothing in there and, and I'm, because I'm I'm not mouthing him why he's doing it, but I'm just kind of mad, and he'll say something, and now I'm annoyed, so my answers are, are annoyed. And then he gets to my back pocket. I mean, and he he checked me for probably thirty seconds, like it wasn't quick, like yeah. probably thirty seconds, and redid it. So he gets to my back pocket, 
And he's like, what's the, what did he say? He says, what's this in your back pocket? He's like, is that a knife? And I reached, well, you know, I was like, a knife? He's like, what's, he's like, is that a knife? I'm like, why would I have a pocket knife in my back pocket? No. And, and I pulled it out. It was hotel car. He's like, what are these? It was hotel, hotel keys. I yeah. They were in my back because they're, they're magnetic mm-hmm. and they read. That's what hit. Like, that's why I did the test. So it was hotel keys. And, and he, he said something like, I, how was I supposed to know it wasn't a knife? And I'm like, what? Just something like, it was something <laughs> like idiotic like that. I'm like, what? Like, they're hotel keys. <laughs> and he's like, well, they're not supposed to. Go. I was like, I, what, what do you want me to do? I, I, okay, I didn't check my back pocket. They're hotel keys. I was like, can I throw them away? Is that okay? Because I don't want to carry them through the airport. Yeah. Because I get searched again. <laughs> Gosh, I, I, I um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say it's a family show. Just cover your kids' ears. I hate TSA. Hate them. Maybe he thought you were going to, like, whittle a shank on the plane. I don't know. You never know about these people. I don't – I mean, just – just, uh, and then oh, all this happened since we've done the last podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. so, so, uh, so then I, I, I use a straight razor for anybody that doesn't know, you know, when, when I'm getting those up-close shaves, uh, you know, where I like to line up my beard there and my face. I use a straight razor, but not like a real one, just the little temporary safety blades, like the – yeah. That's that's what goes in it. So I don't carry razors because you you can't. Even though it, it would not do anything, but I don't carry them because I know that you're not supposed to. But I still had the actual body of the razor, just no razor mm-hmm. attached. So they I, they scan it through the thing, and the lady moves my bag over to the side, and she's like trying to show me how knowledgeable she is. She's like, "Sir, the straight razor, we're gonna have to take it unless you want to take it out to your car." She didn't even open my bag yet, but she saw it on the scanner. Yeah. And so I'm like, um, no, I don't think we're going to be doing that today. And she's like, what? And I'm like, well, she, <laughs> I was like, there's no razor in there. I'm like, hold up, hold up. There is a straight razor in there, but there's no razor in the blade. Mm-hmm. The, the razor blades are not in there. And so she's like, we're still going to have to take it. And I'm like, you're not taking it. I did say that. I'm like, you're not taking it. There is no razor in there, and you're not taking it. I guarantee that. Yeah. And so she's like, I'll have to talk to my supervisor. Well, then go talk to your supervisor. You know, like I didn't, I didn't say that part, but, but so she walks off, and I'm annoyed. There's nothing you can do. They're going to get the big gun. No, there's nothing you can do because the TV TVs tell you if you talk back, <laughs> they're going to take you to secret prison or wherever. <laughs> so I, so I don't say anything, but I'm not happy. So here's the, and you know how like when you can't do anything, I just do stuff like the only way I can even do anything to TSA is not answer their questions for like five times, <laughs> which <laughs> I just, they don't, I don't answer their questions for like five times or, uh, when the trays stack up, cause I got like three, four trays. I just leave them and push them backwards. I push them back towards the scanner and then I walk <laughs> off. Lloyd, Lloyd is so petty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I don't, I don't know what else to do. And but because you can't do anything, uh, but I don't do that. Now listen to this. See you, you <laughs> take it like I'm getting all carried away. If if I walk up and they're like, "Let me see your license." How are you today, sir? Can I see your license? Like, oh, pretty good. How are you? Yeah. He's like, good. Oh, thank you. Then may say, maybe he says something. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Uh, the person at the scanner, they say, "Hey, how are you?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm good. How are you?" Even the person who's patting you or standing there who would be the pattern. Yeah. If they talk, I'll speak to them and mm-hmm. I smile and then I go on. That's it. But you start getting some of these idiots. I, so, I just 
It's what it is. So what the big guns say when they came out about your straight razor? Oh yeah, the, of course I could keep it because there's no there's no blade in there, you morons. Like what? Do you, it's just I, <laughs> I I well I don't know. I just those are my. Those are my TSA stories. Yeah, that that was great. I enjoyed those I a lot. Those people. I'm not, and I do. I want pre-check. I don't think I want. Pre- I mean, I don't. It's not that big a deal. It was like eighty five dollars to get. It's not a thing. But sometimes, so many people, pre-check is advertised now. It's not like in the airports. Like sign up today. Sometimes the TSA line, truly, sometimes the TSA line is just as long as the regular line. Oh yeah. So now that it's like that, I'm still not saying that you can't walk up other airports. At Pittsburgh, if you got TSA, you usually skirt along pretty fast. But there, there's a there's a long line for that. I just there's no point in spending the money. I don't yeah. think. I mean, it's eighty five dollars. It's not like it's gonna like, like break you. But yeah, that's it. So that that's that's everything I just told you all happened since we done the last podcast. Like for the TSA stuff, you know, minus that one thing I re brought up. Yeah, I'm happy about it. So I, anyway, so I hope uh, hope your time's been been good it's been a it's been a minute uh we're moving on to i never thought about this until i put this these this set of clothes on because as we all know you know this is actually we're doing this sunday even though you get it during the week um i got in my closet after buffalo lost and i got the baseball jersey on yeah because i always say put pete rose in the hall of fame so i put this baseball jersey on and then uh you know i'm i'm halfway here to do the podcast uh, when I realized I have a Cincinnati uh, baseball jersey on. It's Cincinnati who beat yeah. Buffalo today. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering. I was wondering uh, uh, why he did that. but Yeah, it's because it was my favorite Pete Rose jersey, but just wasn't the smartest move I've, no. I've made. Uh, anyway, listen, uh, love everybody. Uh, you got to put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's a lot more that's happened, but uh, <laughs> we'll get into it again. There may be two this week. We may be trying to play catch-up. Yeah. Let's, let's just see what happens. Uh, anyway, uh, love everybody. Have a good week. church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs>